Hello and welcome to SEO SAS. You are with myself, Sarah McDowell, SEO specialist at Like My Media. And with me, I have Hannah Bryce, SEO manager at Soak.com. We've called this podcast SEO SAS because we want you to think of us as your special answering service as each week we will pick different topics to discuss and basically get you the answers. This show is brought to you by Like My Media, also known as Sarah's Second Home. At Like My Media, we help our clients to find their audience and start having conversations with them, whether that's on social media, video, content, or even podcasts, just like this one. We're actually using their podcasting equipment right now. Ah, how lovely of them to let us use their equipment. They are super lovely people. <laughs> we like to think so. Even you. Ah. How are we doing then, Hannah? I'm all right. I wouldn't say it's been a good day. Do you need to have a little bit of a event? Well, frustration levels are high. I feel like today is going to be a bit of a ranty episode from me. A bit of a ranty episode. If I can find a way to rant, you can guarantee I'm going to do it. Okay, so you've been warned, people. Can I just say that it is quite exciting because we've got swanky new equipment. Yeah, you can't hear anything in the background. Listen, listen. (laughs) You just heard a weird noise that might have come out of my mouth and I do apologise. <laughs> but yes, we, so we've got a swanky, we've, we normally share a microphone, but we've got our own microphones and headphones and more impressive is we have sounds. So for example, Hannah and Sarah here to answer your SEO needs. It didn't work. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, I've done the That's wrong the, one. Yeah. Hang on. Let me do that again. Sarah and Hannah here to answer your SEO needs. Beautiful. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, that one's really what, cool. What other sounds have we got? Every time you make a lame joke. <laughs> <laughs> that one will be happening a while. <laughs> what else have we got? We've got trombone. <laughs> Hannah's face is hilarious right now. <laughs> I love these sounds. This is when I make a joke. Hey. <laughs> this is if we say something scary that you don't understand. Not that we ever do, because we're a very good podcast and we always answer your questions. And super accessible. And then, yes, Hannah didn't quite know what this one was at first. Obviously, it's crickets. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways... <laughs> So that's all the sounds that, uh, yeah, that we've got, we've, we can use. I so. don't need to ask how you are then, because you're clearly very excited. I'm, I'm very excited. <laughs> very, very excited. I'm like a kid in a candy shop. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we get on with the podcast? Are you, are you done fiddling for now? <laughs> Just had to do one more. <laughs> okay, so this week we're going to be talking about SEO myths. The idea behind this um, is that you don't you never really know what definitely works and what doesn't unless you've tried it for yourself and you can say for definite and and then even then it depends on what kind of site it is and what kind of industry it is. I read something actually just this week in Search Engine Journal about SEO analogies. It said uh, SEO opinions are like brains. Everyone has got one. Which I thought was really good. And there's, there were some of the really, really good ones in there. But people will say to you, that doesn't work or don't bother doing that. But until you've given it a go and you've actually measured whether it works for you, yeah, don't necessarily cross it out. Yeah, exactly. Because like, every website is different and every industry is different. And like, like you said, what, what works for some people won't necessarily work for others. 
So, yeah, you've just got to try stuff, haven't you? Obviously, there's always going to be best practices, isn't there? Yeah. And there's always, like, guidelines and stuff that you can stick to and, like, the absolute do not. Yeah, no black hat stuff. for example, don't pay for weird spammy links ever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and and don't use the same keyword on the page 700 times. Yes, I mean, there are things like that that you definitely shouldn't do. But there's there's quite a bit of grey area, isn't there? Yes. Um, And I think that is what we're going to try and sort of cover today really go ahead okay so to kick things off I'm going to talk about myths around keywords and content so myth number one is I must only use one keyword in a piece of content no 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 Google much prefers quality content that is written for the end user that makes sense that's readable that is natural don't get hung up and think, oh, I can. I want this page or this bit, bit of content to rank for this keyword so I can only use this keyword. That will not look natural. It will look spammy and that's just a big no-no. Don't, don't fall for that. Second myth is the opposite of that. So some people will believe that they need to use as many keywords as possible in a piece of content because obviously they want to rank for as many different keywords as possible. Again, going back to my first point, content should always, you should always sort of prioritise quality over quantity of keywords or using keywords for the sake of using keywords or putting a keyword in because you want to rank. That is, yeah, don't don't fall into that trap because at the end of the day, Google is, is quite sophisticated. So in the early days of the internet, Google would come across a page and look at how many times it would say a keyword obviously people would spam the hell out of that and so they've had to sort of change things up and change how they rank and what they look at so yes nowadays it's a lot more sophisticated and they use synonyms of keywords so google will know when terms and phrases and other keywords are related to the keyword that you want to be found for we've talked about we've had a podcast about rank brain and neural matching in in the past haven't we Mm -hmm. when whenever you're writing content don't get hung up on how many times you're using keywords that you can only use one keyword always always write content for the end user third point on that is all you need is optimized content so for when it comes to SEO, it's not just about keywords and content and text on your website. There's loads of other things that you have to take into consideration. For example, site speed. There's technical elements. So for example, can Google index and crawl pages? Is JavaScript causing you issues? So it's not all about just focusing on having optimized content. Also, with the latest update that's come out in March, which has then been followed up, hasn't it? Mm-hmm, Another June. one came out in June. That's all about expertise, authority and trust. So you need to look at ways to show Google that you're a trusted source of information. So it's not just about keywords and content when it comes to SEO. There's a hell of a lot of other stuff that, that you need to look at. Another myth when it comes to content is that people think that you don't need to spend time on meta descriptions. 
that this is an ongoing sort of discussion in the industry community. Industry community? SEO community. <laughs> Meta descriptions is still important because when you search for terms in Google, you must have seen sometimes when they highlight keywords. That was the sound of me nutting the microphone then <laughs> Do apologise, I got a bit too close. Uh, so what was I saying? Yeah. So sometimes when you search for terms, a keyword, um, when pages are brought back, they'll actually highlight what you've searched for in meta descriptions. And also, meta descriptions impact your click-through rate. So whenever you're writing your meta descriptions, you've got to like entice people. Why? Why? Why is that person going to? click your search result so whenever I'm writing meta descriptions I always look at other pages and what have they written to think okay how can I stand out how can I be different what's my USP what's going to get people to click don't do clickbait like click here for a naked picture of Miley Cyrus because that's not going to work and I've gone off a bit of a tangent so I'm going to move on to the next point (laughs) um another so another myth when it comes to content is people thinking that it's all about the number of pages that they've got so focusing on quantity rather than quality that is bad just because you've got loads and loads of pages that doesn't mean that google's going to rank you better because it's are those other pages relevant to your industry and your page and your website? Are they can't imagine that if you're just focusing on the amount that the quality of the pages are, are, are going to be good. So so yeah, that's another myth. Obviously, there's a load more when it comes to like content and keywords, but they're sort of like some of the main ones. Yep, I'd definitely say they're the main my main ones. Well. Yeah. Moving on to rankings then, or a rant about oh. rankings. Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> I didn't know which one to do. <laughs> Did you want this one instead? Yeah, that's probably more apt. Okay, okay. there okay. you go. My rant about rankings then. Okay, so how many times have you said we're ranking well for this term to someone in management and they've, they've gone on to Google, typed in the term and they've said, oh, yes, I can see we're number one. And then you've said, we're not ranking well for something else. And they've typed it into Google and they're like, no, no, we're, we're number one. And it's like, no, that's because you're going on your own Chrome or Internet Explorer. And Google knows that that is the website that you visit all the time. You work here. It's going to put it number one because it knows that's probably what you're looking at. That is not where we're ranking. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Similarly, going into incognito. Yeah. People think, oh, great, incognito. Doesn't know a thing about me. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. It's more accurate, but it's still not completely accurate. So you need to use an industry-specific tool or go somewhere else, preferably a different county, and use someone else's IP address and then Google it. Okay? Okay. (laughs) Sounds like you've got that off your chest. You feel better now. (laughs) Yes. I am a bit scared right now. (laughs) Hannah's Hannah's got a bit scared. She's got a scary eye going on. Oh, God. I'm twitching a bit. Um, I use SERP Robot. Okay, it's not very expensive at all. I think it costs us something like £7 a month or something like that. And it, it lets you look at hundreds of keywords, but it looks at them and it gives you an accurate position. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um, second point on rankings are that rankings are all that matters. So how many clients have you had where they've said, okay, but we're not ranking at number one anymore? Mm. Your click-through rate might have gone through the roof on the pages that actually you are ranking for, and you might have increased revenue 
But if you see those rankings drop, oh no. Oh no. I sometimes feel that SEO is a little bit like IT. So within, we've got, we got external IT company and the only ever time that I talk to them unfortunately is when I've got a problem <laughs> because well, that's the nature them. of having an IT like yeah you wouldn't just ring them and say hey how are yeah. you because they're, they're busy people <laughs> I mean I would but I think yeah I think Paul would have something to say no you wouldn't but yeah and I always think that SEO can sort of be the same so when things are going well nothing is said as soon as something goes wrong in SEO, mm. like rankings are dropped or I don't know, like there's a report and stuff has gone down, straight away it's like, why? Do, would you say yeah. so? Like it can feel yeah, the same definitely. sometimes? I mean, I think it's a lot of it is if you push your enthusiasm onto somebody else, that helps. Yeah. <laughs> and I so. imagine that's what you do. <laughs> I can be enthusiastic sometimes. <laughs> um, in which case, yeah, I'll make sure that whoever needs to know about the results knows about the results um but yeah it's absolutely true that if something negative happens then yeah you, you do get it in the neck and with rankings it, with all the updates that google do of course they're going to fluctuate and also you don't know what your competitors doing yeah like people that have you've always been ranking higher and then they think right i need to do something about it they do something of course they're going to fluctuate. That's just the name of the game of SEO. Yeah, so. it'd be boring if it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to move on to links. So some people think that links will just happen. If I focus on writing bloody good content, people are going to link to me. Now, in an ideal world, that would happen. Yeah. But if you're not Marie Claire or a, a website that lots of people know or lots of people that would use you as a reference or a source, yeah. that's unlikely going to happen. You need to do a bit of outreach. Yeah, push it in front of people's noses a bit and then yes. maybe they'll link to it. And obviously sort of outreach with links is takes time. And it's all about building up relationships with external websites and spending time building up the relationship and backwards and forwards. But it is worth it in the end, it, in in that sense. Also, some people will say it's much better to have quantity of links over quality and vice versa. Quality over quantity. Was that the right way around? Yeah, we get, we get the picture. <laughs> Whichever way. <laughs> Whichever way. So basically, in an ideal world, in a very ideal world, you'd only focus on getting links from high authoritative websites. Mm -hmm. Realistically, that's not always going to happen. And you need to have a mix. So whenever I put in together sort of like a, a link outreach program, I sort of have targets so this is my ultimate this is where I want links from and they these are still good they're still relevant and they've still got a decent domain authority but they're not as good as the the big boys the top ones mm -hmm. and work on them both because obviously going after more quality links are going to take time whereas the lesser quali qu uh, quality like never go for spammy or lower I think I'm getting myself all confused in what I'm talking about <laughs> no it's all making sense it's all making sense so yes. basically get your quick wins yes and whenever whenever you're sort of building a link or working on a link always ask yourself what is the purpose of the link what is it relevant to my website 
to my content Mm -hmm. what is the point and yeah just have a mix of domain authorities so go after your big boys but then also go for your still your good ones because realistically they're going to come through sooner than your higher ones yeah and sometimes again it depends on industry like we said at the start some industries quality matters more than quantity yeah and then others actually you just want lots of links from lots of different places because you're in such a diverse industry that it doesn't really matter and I think also when you're sort of doing your keyword research and you're looking at where you're ranking I would like some pages they're going to have thousands of links that you're competing with whereas others because they're more niche they've got less links so I think it like you said it depends on the industry and it depends on that specific page that you're trying to or that a a keyword that you're going after because obviously some keywords are more competitive than others another thing with links so some people believe that social media doesn't matter social media has no effect on seo whatsoever all positive sentiment is good i said that right in the first time (laughs) so yes so google know anything that's being said on you said on you said about you like on external websites on social media and review sites and there's even been talk about google knowing unlinked mentions so when there's been a mention of your brand but no link to your website google can still know when bad stuff is being said about you without a link work on your social media if you get a bad review on facebook don't just ignore it deal with it or try i mean obviously review but getting bad reviews is just part and parcel of having a business but there are things that you can do so I would on a website have make it really easy for someone to get in contact with you for feedback because if someone can't complain or get in contact with you that's when they go to social media because they're frustrated and they're just they want to Mm. rent they want to vent sort of thing so yeah so just 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 make sure that you're dealing with your reviews and what people think about you (laughs) Good advice. So moving on to technical myths. All you need is a technical sound site. Okay. Does that sound good to you? No. (laughs) I feel like I'm dragging you into this argument. So I want to stay on the sidelines, please. (laughs) Sit on the fence. Um, Some people will will think that as long as you've got a technical, technically sound site, you don't really need to worry about anything else. So Think about the sites so that you see and it's got a sort of a homepage with the brand name on it and maybe something floating in the background. Then they've got a contact page and a services page. And they've probably got about 300 words across the entire site. Does this sound familiar? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. If this is your website, bow your head in shame. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean that really. I do a little bit. So think about user experience. That really matters. If We say it all the time, but... All Google's really interested in is it keeping its own users happy. So it lays out the red carpet and presents the best results. And if you're not giving them the best results, because actually you, they land on a page which says absolutely nothing or doesn't show them where to go in the user journey, then it's they're going to bounce straight back again. Mm. And Google's going to be really unimpressed with you. Yeah. As is the user. <laughs> no one. No one's going to like you. I'm not going to be impressed either, to be honest. Uh-huh. <laughs> So yeah, think about the content that goes on your site. Think about the user experience. Think about whether people know where to go next. Like Sarah said a million times, get other people to check your site for you. Give them a task to do. If they can't get there, then you're doing something wrong, not them. Mm. 
Okay, another technical point is that, believe it or not, some people still think that HTTPS is not important. I don't know where these people are, but believe, yeah, for some reason, uh, there's a lot of sites out there still without a security certificate. And even sites where people are buying things. Oh. Yeah, exactly. So I think... and. To add to your point, there's been times where I've clicked on to a website from a search engine result page, but and I get a warning saying yep. this site is not secure. That's it. And then you have to click advanced settings mm-hmm. to say, yes, please continue on to the site that is not secure. Yeah, and you do feel a bit worried. You do. You feel like someone stood behind you at cash point and it's raining and you've got your hood up and you just can't see. And you're rushing, but still, you just don't know who they are. And I get that for smaller businesses, maybe it's not an easy task to swap from HTTP to HTTPS. Because I imagine that's a, cause that's a migration, isn't it? A mini migration. A mini migration. Yeah. And I, I imagine things would go wrong. <laughs> don't put people off. Well, no, I'm not putting people off. But I'm just saying it's still important. Even if it's scary and you don't quite... Yeah, you don't want to do it because, or you don't don't even understand it. It's a security certificate, basically, to say that your website is secure. It does actually make it more secure, makes users feel a lot happier. Mm. Get someone like Sarah to sort it out for you. And the certificate only lasts a year as well. Lots of people forget that, is it a year? But um, anyway, lots of people forget that it's a certificate that can expire and then you have to renew. Yeah. So make sure, yeah. It's all good news, but seriously, it's worth doing it. Is that all you've rants for Yeah, yeah, for I now? think I feel a bit better now. <laughs> so other sort of um, SEO mi- mims, what's wrong with me? You can tell we've not recorded a podcast in a while. You had a holiday in between, I think that's what it is. <laughs> uh, SEO doesn't need a budget. That it's a free thing that you can do. You don't need any budget because it's all organic. Of course SEO needs a budget. You And budget budget can cover lots of different things so for example budget for tools so me and hannah are fanatics of seo tools because there's loads out there that not not only make your job easier but allow you to know what's going on with your website that you possibly wouldn't know if you didn't have the tool yep You've also got budget in things like PPC. So you can, PPC and SEO can work hand in hand. So and should do. <laughs> and should do. We're yet to do a podcast on Oh, okay. That. I'm going to make a note. Make that down. But yeah, so for example, with PPC, you could run a campaign and test some meta descriptions because that's a much quicker way of testing than organically. External resources. So you might need people content writers what are the external sources would you need that you could think of or is that I mean there is loads when it comes to SEO but the main point is you do need a budget it's not all free fair point yep happy with that I mean don't write what shouldn't go in the budget is paying for links just stay away from that yeah and especially when it says advertorial (laughs) yeah It's like paying for a really good brand and then realising it's a knockoff. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So stay away. But yes, over to you, Hannah. Okay, um, so my last point is, and I seem to, I honestly seem to have all the ranty ones. I don't know how this has happened. <laughs> People who think that it's all done and dusted now that they've done SEO. So often, for example, when you've, you've got a new website and then somebody will say, great, well, we've optimised it for you. Wonderful. Well, I never need to look at it ever again. Maybe I'll put a blog up every now and then, or if we do an event, I'll add that on. But my website is optimised. What are you on about? 
when I search my brand name, it comes up. Well, of course it does. That's a whole other rant. Basically, keywords change, keyword intents change. Someone might be searching for your service one day and the next day it's called something else and you don't even know about it because your competitors are using that keyword and you're not. Your site also changes. So something could have happened at a plugin, for example, may have messed everything up. Or you might have deleted an image which is actually linked to across lots of other pages and lots of 404s. I've got my hand up, miss. <laughs> so, you know, when you just said about plugins, yeah. that's a real issue when it comes to WordPress because WordPress are always updating their CMS and it, you always have to update to the, the newest version. Yep. But so many people will just update and not test that themes and plugins and content still works the same. No, because they won't do because they don't need to because they've done and dusted their SEO and it's all done forever now. And also algorithms, they yeah. change. So with the Medic update, especially if you had a your money your life site if you had this outlook that once you've done it you don't and you're ranking yeah and you didn't sort of look into your eat and then that update came out and yeah. then your rankings plummeted because you don't have expertise on your page or yeah, exactly. governing bodies that you're part of or team members and why they're specialist i'll give you t- one more example so say for example you're focusing on one thing with seo right and it could be, I don't know, writing content about one particular topic. And your site is going on an upward trajectory. And you know full well that you have no links, right? And you think that's fine because we're going on an upward trajectory. And then suddenly an algorithm comes about and smashes you because you haven't got any links. And you knew this, but you chose to do nothing because you thought everything's fine. It's not fine. Sort it out. Okay, scary Hannah lady. <laughs> Are we, are we ready for a feature? We've got a sound effect I for a think feature? we're ready for a feature. Well, what do we want? I don't know. Uh, if I tell you what the feature's about. Okay, and then I'll, and I'll pick an appropriate sound. Are these, or are these not, quotes from co-founder of Google, Sergey Brin? Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so these are courtesy of successstory.com. Okay. And you need to tell me true or false. Okay. Okay, so... Is this or is this not a Sergey Brin quote, quote? We wouldn't survive if people didn't trust us. We wouldn't survive if people didn't trust us. Yes. Everyone loves Google. It's like man's best friend. No. Ultimately, you want to have the entire world's knowledge connected directly to your mind. Oh, say that again. Ultimately, you want to have the entire world's knowledge connected directly to your mind. I mean, how would you even go about that? I mean, it could be a quote, one of those inspirational things. Go on then, yes. Google isn't about preserving history, it's about rewriting history. Oh. Oh. Um, no, <laughs> I don't think so. To me, this is about preserving history and making it available to everyone. Yes. We want Google to be like a third leg. <laughs> Can you not even finish that one? Or is that it? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay, hold on. <laughs> we want Google to be like a third leg. You can run. <laughs> I don't think we're ever going to hear the end of this quote. Okay, hold on. Make it up yourselves, folks. <laughs> this one's really Pull yourself me. together. Come on now. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay. <clears throat> we want... <laughs> 
I might come back to this one. <laughs> that one can't be true. You can't just mark it off without even hearing it. <laughs> well, because your reaction. Okay, okay. I reckon Dom made that one up. <laughs> we want Google to be like a third leg. You can run faster and you're more stable, like a sturdy stool. <laughs> like, a, like a sturdy stool. You get, sorry, I wasn't... I'd Say it again. Oh, God. <laughs> we want Google to be like a third leg. You can run faster and you're more stable, like a sturdy stool. Yes. We want Google to be the third half of your brain. Third half of your brain. Yes. We just want to have great people working for us. Yes. Solving big problems is easiest, easier than solving little problems. No. You only got two wrong. Uh, oh, you got two wrong. Yeah, I thought you were going to say two right then. So we wouldn't survive if people didn't trust us. Absolutely correct. Everyone loves Google. It's like man's best friend. False. Ultimately, you want to have the entire world's knowledge connected directly to your mind. Correct. Google isn't about preserving history. It's about rewriting history. False. To me, this is about preserving history and making it available to everyone. Correct. We want Google to be like a third leg. You can run faster and you're more stable like a sturdy stool. I have no idea why you said that that one was right because I just honestly couldn't get it out. And even then it sounds like something that I would write. <laughs> but thank you. Because it sounded like a good quote. Thank you. I did try and throw off a scent and then massively failed with the crying, laughing bit. bit. We want Google to be the third half of your brain, correct. We just want to have great people working for us, correct. And solving big problems is easier than solving little problems. You said wasn't correct and it is. Solving big problems is easier than solving small problems. Little problems, yeah. That's not true. Well, take it with Sergey Brin. <laughs> <laughs> All problems are hard to deal with. No? I, f- I feel like we could turn this into an extra chat show now. We could. I mean, we've had it. <laughs> Tell me your problem. Oh, dear. We're, people are going to get so sick of these noises. I know. I promise we won't do them in the next much. Well, we'll we'll try and we'll try. Anyway, so I won, you lost. Yeah, there's no forfeit this week, I've decided. Oh, Hannah has decided there's no (laughs) forfeit. What if I decide that there's a forfeit because you lost? As long as it's not something where I have to move too much. Why? Because my tooth hurts. Oh, yes, you are in pain. I'm in pain. Okay. Um, Okay, we won't, I can't think right now off the top of my head. Okay. So you're off the hook this time. I do appreciate that. But... I'll be doing the features next time. Well, not next time, the next time after. (laughs) And there'll be forfeits galore. (laughs) Okay, cool. And I believe that brings us to the end of the episode. It does. So we hope we've enlightened you and debunked some SEO myths for you there. Got it debunking. I hope Hannah hasn't upset you too much with her rants. (laughs) But she feels better now. So, as valued listeners of SEO SAS, we are offering you discounted tickets to Marketed Live. What is Marketed Live, I hear you ask? I was hoping Hannah would have asked that. What is Marketed Live? (laughs) Sorry, I'm doodling. Hannah, it is a marketing conference in Nottingham that covers a wide range of marketing topics from SEO to customer experience to PR to like audience, like you name it, we talk about it. Social media? Social media, probably. 
Excellent. <laughs> uh, but yes, so because you are listeners of SEO SES, you get £25 off your ticket. Yeah. Simply go to marketed.live forward slash SEO SES. Also, go to marketed.live for all your information because the information I gave you then was a bit rubbish so I apologize but yeah if you go onto the website it's got more information it's got a breakdown of the speakers it's got a breakdown of the venue where to stay accommodation you name it it's there right so should we say bye goodbye (laughs) until next time where there won't be as many sound effects (laughs) (laughs) this is this is Hannah's most favorite one you should have played that when I was trying not to laugh. <laughs> when I was showing Hannah the sounds earlier, she was like, Sarah, that one's a bit lame. <laughs> so your boss is going to be listening to that and slightly hate me a little bit for oh. that now. <laughs> he would. He really wouldn't. sorry, Paul. The other, the other rest of them are brilliant. 10 out of 10, yeah, the other ones. 10 out of 10. This one gets a 4 out of 10. I love this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, ciao. Ciao for now. <laughs>